Super Talk Mississippi media production. State Treasurer David McRae is returning record amounts of money to Mississippians, whether it's through the College and Career Savings Program or the millions in unclaimed money awaiting your claim. Treasurer David McRae says get your application and claims today. Treasury.ms.gov. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. We are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio with us today. Now, don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app. Of course, you can always find us, too, on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. And you can watch good things. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just take your browser over to supertalktv.com. And if I got any train fans out there, not the band, but the actual, I guess, automobile, you are in luck because Traintastic is an interactive mo- model railroad museum. It's a mouthful, but it's a lot of fun. It's in Gulfport, and it's the world's largest, most scenic, and interactive railroad museum they have. So today we're welcoming Wendy Rippey to tell us a little bit more. Hey, Wendy. Hi. How are you, Rebecca? I'm doing good. The Traintastic Interactive Model Railroad Museum. Man, that is a lot to put on a business card, and it packs a big punch. But uh, you guys have a lot there. So tell us about Traintastic. So uh, we we started out at a smaller facility, what's now across the street, and um, we just opened up on June 17th, and we are a 50,000-square-foot facility. And um, while the model trains is why people initially come, there's so much more than that. Um, We have some amazing layouts of all different scales. We have one really large layout that is... um, that has a lot of landmarks, over 50 landmarks of the Gulf Coast here. So, and it's interactive. It's really cool. You press buttons, like, for example, the aquariums on there, and you press a button and a dolphin will jump. So it's really neat. And then outside of just having the layouts, we also have a STEM lab. So we're all about education here. We have summer camps. Actually, um, we have one uh, next week and the following week, and we still have room. So if anybody wants to get into summer camp, um, give us a call because we'd love to have um, your child come to summer camp. We also have um, a large climber that includes slides, so um, hours of fun of climbing and sliding and um, an, an indoor riding train for um, toddlers and then outdoor riding train for all ages, two different outdoor riding trains. Wow, this is train-tastic, Wendy. <laughs> it is. It's really great. It's really, really great. We're so excited. Well, you must have had um, an inkling that people were interested in this to sort of make the jump from your smaller location to 55,000 square feet. That's quite um, an improvement in terms of space. What were you sort of finding that was missing in this sort of area? I mean, because it sounds like it's a it's educational, but it's also like a museum, but then it's also like entertainment. It feels like uh, kind of all kinds kind of things in one. Um, 
Was that how you kind of describe it? It is. And, you know, as a parent myself, I think that we're always looking for things to do with our kids. And, and, you know, we have some wonderful places to take our children here on on the Gulf Coast. But, um, you know... To have another one is really great, and I think that we all kind of work together with the with the surrounding um, other attractions. That you know, you come, you can come here, especially for visitors out of town, and you can do lots of things. And visiting us should definitely be on your list because it is such a wonderful place. And I love that personally. I love the education aspect because. Um, the concept really is you come and play, even adults. We say we're from ages 0 to 100, but there's something to do. And you come and you play, but you're also learning, and you don't even realize that you're learning because it's just so much fun. So we're we're really excited about um, about this being a part of the community, and we have a lot of community support, and, you know, people are really loving it. We're getting some amazing feedback. We're busier than we thought we were even going to be, and it's just, it's it's wonderful. Well, busy, busy is a good thing, right, Wendy? I it mean, you want to make it's sure. So, it's so yeah. big that it doesn't feel busy, because I've had a couple people reach out to me and say, I'm going to wait to come until you're not so new, and I'm like, you're not going to be waiting in line. You know, it's, it's a pretty quick process to come in and get your tickets, and it's affordable. We have family memberships too so it becomes even more affordable if you're local so um, definitely something to check out what are y'all's hours of operation if folks are making their uh, trips uh, to the Mississippi Gulf Coast for the summer and maybe they want to add this to their list of things to do yes so we're open seven days a week and it's Monday through Saturday is 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Sunday 1 uh, 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. and then um, after Labor Day we're going to be closed on Mondays but only up until Memorial Day so we'll only be closed you know through throughout the winter on Mondays um, but we'll still have different programs and things going on um, we'll be here on Monday but uh, it'll be more for field trips and and things like that where are y'all located I think it's Gulfport but where like a landmark would someone know and you say that's where Trainsastic is mm-hmm. is near. Yes, so we're not too far from the Gulfport Airport. Um, We're off of Pass Road and Hughes Avenue, and it's um, 615 Pass Road. So easy, easy to add to your beach destination, or if you're just going down for a little staycation yep. or something like that. Yeah, we're What's just sort of a the average from the beach, and we're we're really close to the aquarium as well. What's sort of the average time, Wendy, that families spend in there? I mean, you know, some museums you go in and you're like, you know, an hour, maybe two hours, or is this somewhere where you might really could kill a rainy afternoon, or you may you may want to make sure you have more than an hour's time to see everything. I would say, I would say uh, more than an hour. I would say three to four. Wow, that's a big place. Depending on the age of your children as well, you know, because I know um, my youngest doesn't want to doesn't want to leave the play area for hours. He'd stay all day. So it just depends. You know, it kind of depends on your audience. But I think that if you're going to do absolutely everything, and, and you you actually can't see it all in one day, really, because our layouts are so intricate. There's so many little things to see that you that you you'd, you're going to want to come back because there's you know, and we're ever changing too, so we're adding things and you know, it's something that you're going to want to do um, regularly. My son, I have a nine-year-old son, and he asks to come to work with me every day. So oh, That's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Mommy gets the cool job, at least for, uh, a, yes. <laughs> for a little while. Hey, it definitely sounds like a whole lot of fun to sort of work there. But I do know there's like this entire underground, I guess, world of model uh, trains that, you know, folks are just really interested in, or maybe they have, you know, in their home. I know there's a whole conductor sort of thing that you have to uh, be official to be able to run it and all of that kind of stuff. Is that part of like the museum part? Are there, if someone's a collector or or a novice, or not a novice, but just sort of interested in model trains. Is there an area for maybe the more wise in years train lover? 
Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. We actually have a trained club and they're all volunteers and they really keep the trains running. And, um, just a really amazing group of people who love trains and, um, and, you know, we're always getting donations and they kind of handle all of that. And they, you know, they work all of the layouts. They, you know, it's their creations. It's their art, really. And it's so amazing that they, that they volunteer their time to do this and share it with the community. And, um, you know, anybody is actually welcome to come be a part of that. They take new members and, um, it's, it's a really amazing, um, community that they have. If you've never seen the model trains, I mean, you, you guys, and I would assume you too, I mean, they get down to the detail of the scenery. I mean, if it's after the Mississippi Gulf Coast, there's probably landmarks you would notice or recognize sort of the route. It's really something impressive that, you know, you, you can't really explain until you see it, which I'm sure you feel that way, Wendy. Oh, absolutely. Before, you know, I've only, I've actually only been a part of Traintastic since March. And, um, and I didn't, you know, I came into it a little bit reluctantly. And I have this new love and appreciation for trains and for model railroading. It's, I mean, it's truly a beautiful art form. And people really take a lot of pride in it. And when you come in and you look closely, we even have some video footage of that we've gotten with a GoPro. And it looks real. And, you know, we have some scenes that are snow and, you know, we have, we have tons of Legos. I didn't even mention Legos, but we have a, a very large Lego collection and they, you know, it's so meticulous. These little pieces they put together, we have a huge Eiffel Tower made of Legos and so many different cool things. And I, I really have a new love and appreciation for this whole, it really is kind of a culture. And if someone's listening for the summer camps, Wendy, we have plenty of people and families on the Mississippi Gulf Coast that may be like, ah, I need somewhere for my kids to go here in July. Yes. <laughs> What's the age groups for that? So in the morning, we have a morning session, and it's Monday through Friday for the next two weeks, starting this mo- coming Monday. And uh, the morning session is rising kindergarten through rising second grade. And then our afternoon session, which is at 1 p.m. to 4, is rising third grade through rising fifth grade. And um, we have room, and these are amazing camps, and they the curriculum's been um, written by um, certified teachers, and they're actually taught by certified teachers that are out for the summer. So um, actually one of the teachers was one of my child's teacher, and she's going to teach it, and he's so excited to see her. So just some really uh, amazing people have put this together, and it's going to be fun and educational. We had one last week, and we got... Uh, you know, the kids didn't want to leave when their parents were picking them up. They just had a blast. So they're building things. They're learning things. They're doing STEM projects. It's it's really, really cool. It just really sounds like everyone needs to put this on their to-do list. At least come Absolutely. and check it out if you've got kids or you're just a train lover at heart, Wendy. 55,000 square feet, that's really big. Uh, so there's yeah, well, a lot of things. 50, but it's 50, but yes, it's it's really big. It's very, very big, and it's um, it's just it's really, really fun. So I, I really love it. Where do we go for all the information if we want to buy tickets beforehand or is it at the door? So um, you can buy tickets beforehand, but um, it's just as easy at the door. And it's um, our our website is Traintastic.com. You can also find summer camp information on Traintastic.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram as well. And we're always po- we post a lot on Facebook of upcoming events and things that are happening. Um, so you can get a lot of information from our Facebook as well. All right, Wendy. Well, I appreciate your time. Congratulations on y'all's grand opening, and Thank encourage you. folks to go and try out Traintastic. Awesome. Well, thanks, Rebecca. I appreciate you having me. All right. You guys stick with us. we got more for you coming up next.
making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Something big's happening downtown. Good things are going on. good things happening on Main Street and downtowns across the Magnolia State. So today we're highlighting what's happening downtown this weekend. It is brought to you by the Mississippi Main Street Association. Don't forget, you can always go to msmainstreet.com slash calendar to get more information on upcoming events. We hope you all got out and enjoyed some fireworks that your Main Streets and other associations put on this past uh, couple of weeks. But now we're still moving into summer and there's still plenty of things for you to get out and enjoy and do and first off we're going to start with Boonville you guys have a wonderful grow at the depot event coming up and Lori Tucker is joining us to tell us a little bit more hey Lori hey thank you for having me well happy belated fourth of July was there wonderful fireworks and things that went down in Boonville over the weekend we had a great fourth of July here in um, historic downtown Boonville we had uh, of course, our annual 4th of July parade, and then along with our fireworks last night, it was a great day. And then it just keeps trucking on, right, Lori? Then on to the next event. That's what your busy Main Street associations do so well. And you guys have something coming up this weekend. What's happening? Yes, let me tell you just a little bit about our Grow at the Depot, our farmer's market event. It kicks off this Saturday, and um, that is July the 8th. We'll start at 7 a.m. right here at the green space at the back of the depot. We'll have growers and vendors set up there, and our hours will be 7 a.m. until 11 a.m. And normally that's every second Saturday, July through October. Well, it sounds like something fun to get out and sort of enjoy. I mean, most folks right now are either having a plentiful bounty in their garden or their garden was like mine and was pretty to look at but didn't really produce much. So you still, that, you still want to exactly. Yeah. That's exactly right. Uh, right now, our um, we've got a lot of uh, growers that have corn, fresh corn. We do have cucumber, squash, um I would say snap beans and um, also tomatoes. Now, tomatoes this year are hit or miss. Like you said, uh, most of the gardens, you know, they're coming in later. So that's why we did not kick off our farmer's market until July. Last year we did start in June, and just we just did not have a lot that was ready to come out of the garden. But this year we're hoping for a big turnout. Well, and that and that helps farmers, too, when we get out and support our local um, farmers markets or the events sort of around them. Then that tells the farmer that they can pr- plant more the next year, expand their operations. And so it's all sort of a good thing, too. And then everything kind of keeps growing, hot pun intended. <laughs> uh, will the yes. farmers be all from Boonville or will they be coming from different different areas? Actually, we have a probably of a radius of uh, 30 to 40 miles that the farmers come from countywide. And we, this is no charge to them. All we want is participation. So they are more than welcome to come and set up for free. We still have spaces and we encourage all of our growers to contact us and we will hold you a space. 
We, um, all we're looking for is to encourage healthier lifestyle, healthier eating, and also just to uh, let our young people know that these fruits and vegetables made here locally, you're supporting our local growers, but you're also um, teaching them uh, great nutrition and, and actually just great ways to prepare uh, healthy meals. And then you also have your arts and crafts. So those your creative types, your artists, local artists, or um, people who like to create things to sell. They have the opportunity to show their works and service as well. So will that be like picture frames or what other kind of arts and crafts can people expect to grow at the depot? Yeah, Rebecca, we have a couple of vendors that are doing uh, birdhouses, uh, yard art, which is your metal yard, uh, metal yard signs. Um, you also will have some that do um, the the bottle trees and things like that. So anything that you would consider that is outdoor yard art um, has a couple of vendors that also do jams and jellies and homemade breads as well. Oh, you can't get a you can't go wrong with jams and jellies and the homemade breads. That's usually the favorite, uh, most favorite thing. So it starts at seven, it ends at eleven. So it won't be too hot. So get out and do your shopping um, sort of early. And if folks are wondering, maybe where on the Mississippi map map is Boonville? How do you tell? How do you give Mississippi directions to get there? Sure, we are in between. Uh Tupelo and Corinth. So I always tell people we are 15 miles um, north of Tupelo, and we're right there off of 45. You can't miss it. We have a beautiful um, historic uh, corridor uh, gateway that brings you right to the downtown. And uh, we just we're hoping people will just travel north on 45 and come to Boonville on Saturday. And get your fresh fruits and vegetables, pick up something memorable, and have a good time. Well, Lori, you're always welcome back. Are there any other big events in Boonville happening before the summer's over with that you'd like to share for us to put on our calendar? We have just ended our uh, movie, uh, downtown movie series, but we're hoping to bring it back in the fall because we did have a couple of rainout dates. But right now we're focusing just on the farmer's market, and then as the, as the temps drop, we're hoping to bring our movies back in the fall. Oh, sounds like a good time. Well, you'll have to let us know when that happens. Uh, Lori, we appreciate your time here on Good Things Today. Is there anywhere they can go to stay up to date on all the things going on in Boonville? Most definitely. If they would go to our website, it is visitboonville.com. We have our uh, calendar of events updated on that website, or they can contact us here directly at the Main Street office. That number is 662-416-9278. All righty, there you go. Well, I appreciate your time, Lori, and hope you have a great turnout for your event. Thank you, and thank you for all you do for our Main Street communities. Well, I appreciate that. And then you can also head on over to Corinth for the 36th annual Slug Burger Festival for 2023 and cruise in, which sounds like a really good time. This is actually going to kick off on Thursday. They're going to be a, there's going to be a carnival at from 5 to 10 p.m. on Thursday, and then you're also going to have a carnival from 5 to 10 p.m. Um, on Friday. You're also going to have some bands and music going on then. And the carnival just keeps happening on Saturday from 2 to 6. And then also on Sunday, you've got the Miss Slug Burger pageant. If that is not a crown you want to be able to wear, <laughs> or at least say that you tried or saw the pageant, uh, it sounds like a really good time. So that's the 36th annual um, Slug Burger Festival that's going to be happening in downtown Corinth from July 6th uh, through the 9th. If you want more information on that, you can find it at um, on their Facebook page 
just look up Slug Burger Festival. I guarantee you it's the only one out there. And correct me if I'm wrong, Rhino, but Corinth is where is the home of the Slug Burger. Someone's oh, yeah. heard of the Slug, bur- slug Burger Say that five times fast. All these twisters today yes, on the most Mondayest Wednesday ever. <laughs> um, how do you describe it? Uh, it's it's a traditional Southern delicacy that was born out of desperation. It has its roots in, if I'm not mistaken, the depression and a poorer time when you had to make your your proteins stretch a little farther than normal. So it's a patty with meat that has been adulterated a bit with uh, flour, oats. There's a couple different variations of it. But you're you're basically making a patty with meat that's going to fill you up and give you protein, but it's not going to use... The whole chunk of ground beef. Does that it you have, have its, its own distinct flavor? Have you ever had one? I'm assuming oh, yeah. you've had one. Does it have its own distinct flavor? Definitely. And it is, it's not an acquired taste, but if you're expecting a hamburger, it's going to be different. And if you're expecting one of those strange veggie patties, it's miles better than those. So somewhere in between, Jeff and Grenada said it's a soy flour and pork patty is how they sort of make it. But they have they own it. Like Corinth created it. It's a slug burger. They've created a festival out of it for the last, you know, three, almost four decades. And so it should be something you at least put on your to-do list at least uh, once. And say, hey, say you did it, right? It's kind of like the pig ear burger or the pig ear sandwich here in the metro area. You need to add that to to your to-do list at least once to say that you had. You also need to add msmainstreet.com slash calendar to your browser. If you're looking for something fun to do in your area, there's always something going on. And our Main Street associations are working hard to keep the fun entertainment um, in your local communities going throughout this I guess back half, you can you call it the back half of summer, but but summer just officially started like three weeks, two weeks ago. How long is summer? How long did they say until August? Like when's does Labor Day end summer? Uh, usually it's in September. So it at least makes well, September would be Labor Day would be at the beginning of September. You can start wearing your Uggs after Labor Day. Yeah, the last day of summer 2023 will be Saturday, September 23rd. And then we'll be starting to talk about fall events, which would be a little bit cooler and I'm sure welcomed by us all. But right now we still need to get out and support our msmainstreet.com slash calendar events and stick with us. we got more for you coming up next. Upbeat, positive, and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm.
can watch good things while you're on computer or your mobile device. You can watch us on Roku, Amazon Fire TV devices. You can even find us on YouTube. You can also catch good things live on Ceasefire TV if you've got that. We're on Channel 70 right next to the Weather Channel. And don't forget to, you can catch good things in podcast form wherever you listen to podcasts. And just to let you know that we're happy to say we will air the 11th annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon coming up next Thursday. It's not tomorrow, but the Thursday after, July the 13th here on Super Talk Mississippi. Every year there are children across Mississippi that need a loving home, and many times these children are caught in some unimaginable circumstances. And every year we ask for your help. And every year you guys show up and show out. You'll learn how Palmer Home for Children services vulnerable children. It's a faith-based organization. That's important. It doesn't take any government money. And so that's why each year we ask for your help. So we're going to want you to listen, and we're going to want you to join us for the 11th annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon, all happening next Thursday. The 13th, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. So it's going to be going to be a good time. And if you've never had a slug burger, Jeff and Grenada said, well, you don't have an excuse now because they sell it in local grocery stores. Apparently a local slaughterhouse in Corinth, Rick Mann's, makes it fresh in 200 pound batches and sells to grocery store. And so there you go. If you want to give it a try. He also said his wife was in Iuka last week and brought back three pounds of raw or raw mix in trays like raw hamburger ready to press out and cook for yourself so apparently there are plenty of different ways for you to get your slug burger on if you've never never done that before and if the term slug burger is what's putting you off there's an alternative term that i'm pretty sure would start a fight (laughs) in north mississippi between slug burger and dough burger which the most famous dough burger is served at Johnny's Drive-In in East Tupelo. So, what's is are they similar? They're pretty similar. Made. Well, I wonder one. I wonder which came first, the chicken or the egg. I want to say that fight is won by the Slug Burger. And maybe but the had, Dough Burger came along shortly not, thereafter. Shortly thereafter, probably still in the same uh, time frame, looking to make good food and make food go. F- Further, which if you go to Johnny's and order a dough burger, they might look at you funny because you're supposed to order a Johnny burger. So that's it's a Johnny burger. Okay, all the names. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> I am confused. I just, but if you've never had one, you need to try it. You do need to try it. I think it's something you need to do. Something you do not need to do. I do not recommend. I highly discourage it. Let's try to see how many hot dogs you can eat in a short amount of time. But here we are, the day after Fourth of July, and there's a new winner. Not really new. Same winner. Different year. Well, it almost didn't happen. Why is that? There was a weather delay for oh, the hot no. dog eating contest. There was uh, stormy weather with lightning. and Hate to get struck by lightning while downing a bunch of wieners. That'd yeah, be a terrible place to go. Any event nowadays where you got people gathered to see it, if there's lightning, they're going to have lightning delays, even if it's a hot dog eating contest. But uh, I didn't follow it as closely as I probably should have. But from what I can gather, it was the eventual champion who rallied the troops and said, come on, we're doing this. Let's get out there and get it done. Because I wonder how much of his annual income comes from being able to tout he's another year of that. I mean, no telling what his endorsement deals or sort of all of that um, is coming by. Has it always been Nathan's hot dog eating contest? Has Nathan's always been the... As far as I know, yeah. As far as you know, kind of that sort of... Because they're the famous Coney Island hot dogs. Well, he had 62. Do you remember how long do they give them? It's not in a minute. It's in, hold on. There's the 10 contest. minutes, 15 minutes? 
Oh, God, I hope it's not 15. 15 just feels like entirely too long. 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Okay. That seems a little bit. Well, it's not reasonable, but I mean, 15. 10 minutes of shoving your face full of hot dogs. You can can walk a mile in 15 minutes. So 15 minutes is a pretty long, uh, long, a lot can happen in 15 minutes. Okay. So 10. So that means he averaged six hot dogs more seven um, a minute. And if you've ever watched, they start out fast and then, you know, obviously just down to the last bit. Um, then it becomes sheer willpower. Then it becomes, which is then now you're just overriding everything your body's trying to tell you. Although is it 16 times now that he's won it? 16 time champion Joey Chestnut did say that he left a little room for celebratory beer. So, you know, I guess he's trying to break his own records probably uh, it's uh, for something so the guy that came in this so to me this is this is the interesting part second third fourth and fifth and you can even put in sixth in here maybe but second third fourth and fifth place it went from 49 47 45 41 like you had a legit race going on there there is a huge gap between 49 wieners and 62 wieners at what point do you just recognize and then it goes to 36 and then rounding it out i think it was 29 at what point do you just stop and realize i'm not gonna win this so why do this to myself or slow down at least well i feel like a the prize money is definitely biggest for the champion, but I think you still get prize money if you're one of the top competitors. And then even for like for for Joey, if you know you got to be looking, like if you because they they flip over the thing. If you're in number fifty five and oh next boy next to you is not, but in the low forties, like slow it down. You don't have to like a win is a win one wiener win over one's all you need. You just need one more one extra weenie before. Than the last guy. I feel but you never want to celebrate too early. Well, no, but still, you can always pick up back steam. I just. So, are you looking at the uh, the official standings that came out? Yes, yeah, nine hours ago. Okay. Do you, do you see the women's contest there with it? No. How because many there's, I, I don't know who won it or how many they wanted. I was just going to give props to the lady that got up there on stage and had a whole. Two hot dogs. That's me. Like that would be me. I just want to have my moment. I'd put nice little condiments on it. Take my time. Drink my. Have a beverage. Wave to the crowd. Cheer on my other competitors. Get my little name tag that says. And get lunch paid for. Get lunch paid for. You even get a T-shirt out of the whole thing that says I competed in Nathan's. And then somebody has to come in last, and I am willing, at this stage of my life. To take one for the team and just slide on in there. Mickey Sudo ate 39 and a half hot dogs to claim her ninth Nathan's Famous Hot Dog Contest. Again, though, the real to me competition was between Esper, Webb, I don't know, Wienery. That's a terrible last name for that. Weaver, who went from 49, 47, 45, and 41. Because if you are able to sort of see out of your peripheral and know that you're only like a hot dog or two behind or maybe one, uh, like that, that becomes something to enjoy and watch and sort of get behind and sort of cheer on. It's when it's, you know, ever, you know, after so long, you hate a landslide, unless I guess it's your team who's winning. But even then, it gets boring after a while to see someone be that sort of far, that far ahead. 
Well, here's the question. What if he did back off? What if he was slowing down and he still whooped him that badly? Yeah. Because, I mean, there's examples like Usain Bolt. He's just so much faster than most of the rest of his competition that even when he slows down at the end, it still looks like he stomped him. I would high step it if I was Usain Bolt backwards. Like, let's. I would start to play with it. Go. Can I do this backwards and still win? Can I add like a skip and a hop? And I don't know. And then that's probably poor sportsmanship, and you wouldn't want that either. But Jeff in um, Pontotoc, formerly Oxford, said Chestnut must have slowed down towards the end. He was 14 short of his own record, which was 76 in 10 minutes. Maybe he has kind of wised up over the years last year he won whole taking down yeah there was somebody trying to to make a scene and stepped in front of him and it took like a split second for him to put him in a chokehold grab another hot dog and keep on going (laughs) keith and meridian i saw a teeny woman put three big men to shame eating those things i it really isn't about body size or it's it's all about training your stomach because that that's what they have to do. They have to eat big meals and train their mm-hmm. stomach to stretch it and, and be able to hold that much because a normal stomach can't hold that much. Mm-hmm. But it's it's willpower. It's the ability to keep shoveling food down the gullet and not have a reversal of fortune, as they call it. Has anyone ever tried a food eating contest at like a local restaurant, whether you're successful or not? Because, you know, so many have, like, can you eat this and you get it free oh, yeah. or, or you get a T-shirt or your name on the wall. Have you ever, like... I've gone, tried the mugshot at mugshots. Did you? Knowing my, that... My picture is not on the wall. Knowing that I'm going to do this for fun and see if I can do it. If I don't... If I, I don't, get, I got to pay 30 bucks for this giant plate. But I also food. get leftovers, take it home. So what was the time frame that they give you? I want to say that's 15 minutes for a big burger all the fries and everything else. I think they should give you like 30 minutes or so. Like you're going to sit down and have a meal if you can complete it in like the average wait time and not add the element of like shove. I mean, cause even then you, there comes a point where you just push stuff away from it and you just like, you, you just, I can't, I can't, I physically can't take another bite. <sighs> you won't see me doing that. That's nowhere in my DNA to try to do that. Absolutely not. Stick with us though. We got more for you coming up next. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Pick me up, love. Pick me up, love. Every day. day. Pick me up. Back to good things. Don't forget we are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Supertalk Mississippi app. And we hope you know you can always find us, too, on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. And did you know that legendary rock group Guns N' Roses is coming to the coast? That's Axel Splash and the crew will be at the Mississippi Coast Coliseum in Biloxi coming up September the 20th. 
And Super Talk Mississippi is giving you a chance to be there. How exciting is that? Not only could you win tickets to Guns N' Roses, but you'll also get the VIP treatment with a night's stay at the luxurious Beau Rivage and a limo ride to the concert. So there you go. Take that Uber. We'll have a limo for you for your chance to win. All you got to do is enter your name at one of our registration boxes located throughout the state. You know the drill. So go to supertalk.fm slash GNR for Guns N' Roses to find a registration box near you. But again, that's September 20th will be the date of the Guns N' Roses uh, concert there at the Mississippi Coast Coliseum. Also a great venue for concerts and such. So I did a little Google search for Mississippi eating contests because I wasn't sure if we had any. And this is a older article back in 2015, so I don't know if all of the places are still with us. But there was at Maria's Cantina in South Haven. It is a five-pound burrito challenge. It's got the rice and the beans and the chicken and the sour cream and the big burrito and the all the all the things. All That's the things a lot of burrito. There. That is a lot of burrito. And while the meal isn't free, if finished in 45 minutes, which I appreciate the 45-minute time cap, those completing the challenge will win $100, more than enough to cover the cost of the monster burrito, which is interesting. You would come out cheaper, Marie, if you would just – Give them a free meal versus having to pay them a hundred bucks. But you did mention mugshots challenge, which we we already said that. And then the El Gave Mexican Grill in New Albany, they had a challenge. It's the Big Daddy Burrito Challenge. It consumes an entire four. This is a four pound burrito. So if you can't, you you might want to start with this one. And if you make it with some time to spare, then you try the five pound one. But it's got steak, chicken, shrimp. Rice, vegetables, beans, lettuce, pico, sour cream, guacamole, all all the things, all the things. I don't see the time cap on this one, though. But it just looks it's you know how your Mexican plates, they all look the same. I mean, like they're kind of that beige looking with a little bit of dip in it because all the sauces, you don't want them to a tortilla with meat, beans and cheese. Yes, but then it, but it's round so that the whole plate's covered with this one burrito and then it's got the sauce on top and it kind of just looks like heartburn. It's really what it looks like. It looks like heartburn. <laughs> if heartburn could be put on a plate, that's it. That is that is what it um, looks like. And it should be the consolation prize for all these. All right, you didn't win. You got to pay the tab. And oh, here's a roll of Tums. So if you think you could do the burger, there's a Twisted Burger, too, in West Point. Um, well, nope, they are no longer with us. But it was the 5F, F5 challenge is what they called it. And you had 22 minutes. The current record, or I guess the forever record, was 12 minutes and 29 seconds back in 2015. And your meal is and your meal is free. So Duke Steakhouse in Pelahatchie. Here's the only steak, 72-ounce steak challenge. Somebody just said, I could do that. I could do that. It requires finishing off a 72-ounce steak. You have to also finish off the baked potato, salad, and a roll. And to complete the challenge, you'll receive a free meal, a T-shirt, and your picture on Duke's Wall of Fame, and undeniably a full stomach. Out of all of those, burger, steak, burrito, which one would you at least enjoy shoving in your mouth for 15 to 20 minutes with no stop. Probably the steak. Why not? 
the burrito feels yeah. like that's just going to start sitting on you pretty heavy, especially after 45 minutes. Oh, Scorpion Shot Challenge at Lucy's in Biloxi. You win a shirt. I'm not sure what a shot challenge is, Stephen Brookhaven. Let me know that. That could get dangerous after a while. I'm scorpion Shot. That can't be. Is that like what James Bond does in that movie where he's got the scorpion on him and he has to take the shot without the scorpion getting him? Oh, no. Is it one shot with a scorpion? Absolutely not. For a t-shirt? You've lost your mind. You have lost your ever-living mind. I'm not. No. You have to take the shot first before you eat the scorpion. You have to do a shot challenge to get you prepared to just face said scorpion. <laughs> they have that. They have the words completely put in the wrong wrong way. No, and you should be ashamed if you even want to try that. It's crazy. Is that a real thing? Super hot and spicy shot. Stephen Brookhaven said. Ah, okay, so it's not a live scorpion. I was really starting to wonder, how is this legal? They're going to let folks do this? Absolutely, for a t-shirt? No wonder aliens don't visit Earth. <laughs> we got crazy people like that living here. All right, stick with us. you got more coming up next. you got the boys with sports talk from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will meet you back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Mississippi Media Production.